This is Weirdly Enough, your regular podcast for strange stories and amazing facts. Delivered straight to your favorite podcast directory and at weirdlyenough.com. Now, here are your hosts, Andy and Len. Yes, indeed, and welcome back to Weirdly Enough. We've been away for a little bit of time. I got the old COVID thing and uh, it was all right. Uh, didn't feel too great, and then we just decided to take a few weeks off uh, yes. as, a, as a bit of a break, bit of a, a what's it they call it at school? Midterm, half term? Well, I was going to call it a hi- hi- hiatus. Oh, hiatus, yeah. A hiatus, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so we're back for kind of what you might consider the summer term if you were at school. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, we'll broadcast from now. We will take a break over the summer months and be back again, but uh, before then, weirdly enough, has a lot of great and fun things to look into a lot of weird uh weird and wonderful things remember you can find us we're on uh the social medias uh we're on facebook just search for weirdly enough podcast weirdly enough pc is our twitter handle or if you've got any weird or interesting facts you can always email us it's podcast at weirdly enough.com uh weirdly enough.com of course is where you can find all our old archive shows or you can like and subscribe to uh our content Anywhere you get your podcast. So today, what are we talking about then? I just want to check something. This is season three still, isn't it? Yes, I think so. So There was one season that was very, very short uh, because of COVID again. Uh, Because I believe this is episode 22. Is it? Right. Well, we'll have to... I think it is. Yeah, we'll have to to look up online. Uh, But um, uh, you might be right. Yeah. And what is episode twenty two about? It's it's a strange one. It's a thing that's been on the back burner for about two years now. Well, they're always strange ones with you, aren't they? Well, I suppose I don't even know why I'm saying that. It's kind of the whole point of the the podcast, doesn't yeah, it? They're all uh-huh. supposed to be strange. If it wasn't strange, it wouldn't really be getting on it. Um, but it's a thing I came across. Um, it was sort of a conspiracy de jour uh-huh. about two years ago before the old um, the old coffin sneeze. Kicked off, you know. Um, and now we've got got the old um, we got the old nuclear annihilation on the go, like you know. Yeah, it's out of the frying pan into the fire. I think I'd rather go back to the COVID. Yeah, sitting around feeling miserable. I'm sure dumping the bed away, but like aren't I? Yeah, I'm sure dumping the bed away. Have nuclear annihilation or COVID? The the coffins or what? Where you could go to the pub. What you say? The thing about the coffin sneeze is okay. You can't go to the pub. Um, but you can still see your chums in parks. <laughs> Mighty, some of us would have always have been meeting up with our chums in parks. Yeah, that's a different story. Um, but you see, you got the livery, and you've got you know you got you got those you know those little because I used to chin in every yeah. day uh-huh. when I was working from home to you know like the way presentations they used to give. Next slide, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> Next slide, good. please. Yeah. Oh, yes, that used to be the highlight of the of, of the day. Of course, back in, in April and May of twenty uh, twenty. Before socialising, and indeed, I, I I intend to continue it. Uh, or sorry, before COVID, I used to socialise exclusively in parks late at night uh, with a, a bottle of white lightning uh, on a, on a bench. It was great. It reminds yeah. me of the great Gary Newman down in the park. Down in the park, I was I was out of walk last weekend. And there was, it was, it was about half seven in the morning. There were two lads sitting on a park bench, uh, drinking from cans. I thought, are they starting really early? Or is that last night? I think it was probably last night. I think probably last night, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, Those were certainly those. Um, but yes, um, 
it's something I wanted to do, but our timeline of the podcast gets sort of messed up because we had the first lockdown. Yeah. Uh-huh. So everything sort of got derailed away, but but I decided to hold on to it and keep it on the back burner because I think it was well worth uh, one to go back back on. It's a bit of a weird one. It starts in January 2016 when there was mysterious posts appearing on a blog called glamouscalling.org. Right. Okay. Can we bring this up? Because I just want to check if this is actually still there. Glamus Calling. It's glamouscalling.org. G-L-A-M-O-U-S. Uh, you know Glamus Castle? Yeah. So glamouscalling.org. I just want to see if it's still on the go. Mm, G-L-A-M-O-U-S Calling. Let's see if it comes up. Gla- oh, it's... Yes, that's the one. The way I, yes, I Glamus Calling. About Glamus... Uh, castle in Scotland, I believe, is that. Yeah. And it purports to be a communication from the, the, something called the World Governing Council. And the story is it's run by this person called Somerset Belanoff, who is apparently the Countess of Banbrain Aram. Right. He was born 1st of May 1953. By the way, 1st of May is a highly significant date. In Why? The, in the occult calendar. 1st of May. Well, May Day, it's... Uh... It, it's, it's also Beltan. Beltane, what's Beltane? Well, it's basically on April the 30th is what they call Valpurgis Night. Right, okay. Which is the Night of the Witches. That's when all the witches come together and yes, they uh-huh. meet and they do diabolical things. Uh-huh. And then sort of Beltane is sort of the day after sort of going forward into that. Okay. Um, as featured in The Wickerman. Yes. The Wicker Man that takes place on the 1st of May. Ah. Yeah, and it's a day uh, of sort of fertility rights and stuff like that, you know. All the, all the May Day jumping around the Maypole. Which is, as as we know, is, I mean, the Maypole is basically a giant phallus, basically. Yeah. So it's all very okay, symbolic. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> we're not we're not good on that. It's better early in the day to be talking about that. But, uh, yep, she's born the 1st of May, 1953. It's a she, then. It's a Somerset, she, yes. Yeah. Somerset, enough. Um Could that be a male or female name, Somerset, do you think? That's a good point, I'd say. Um, uh, I would have thought about it, it has a female quality about okay. it, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it seems more fitting for a woman Somerset. to be called... Right enough, there was that writer called Somerset Mon. Yeah. He was a bloke, uh-huh. so I don't know. Anyway, um, basically... Um, well, it says, yeah, Somerset's a boy's name, like there. Right. It's a boy's name, so there you go. So, But it can also, I assume, be a, a girl's name. I stand corrected. So the man, the orphan, Peter. Who are? Alan Partridge-isms. Are we, are we allowed to make jokes like that anymore? Maybe it's not. Uh, uh, it's not the dumb thing. It's not the dumb thing, I yeah. think we've been cancelled so many times from, yeah. from so many different broadcasting organisations. Yes. Some of which are still hanging in there. We're, we're due for a good counselling. <laughs> but basically, allegedly, she's just been described as the queen of the Illuminati. Okay. Uh-huh. By re- researchers, she's not self-styled uh, queen of the Illuminati. Oh, I've this way. There's doubt to whether that's still actually exists. Or <laughs> not, but you know what I mean. It's I think just... you might be cancelled for referring to uh, a member of the female um, gender as a doll. Oh, well, yes, it's, it's, that's about sexist, right enough. Yes, um, um, mis- misogynistic. Um, apparently, she's the great, great, great granddaughter of Queen Victoria, and she said of a personal fortune estimated about at least fourteen billion dollars. Uh, which are apparently her mining and property assets from her industrialist father. But then that's peanuts these days compared yeah. to some of them. Uh, that's what that, that Jeff Bezos guy makes in a uh, in a month. No, I'll come out and say this. I think this is a lot of old Ted. Okay. 
and I don't subscribe to the fact that she's like, you know, the queen of it because she doesn't exist. She doesn't I mean, exist, a, a okay. cursory bit of actual proper research yeah. demonstrates yeah. that she doesn't exist. But I like it anyway. But when, when has research ever come in the way of uh, conspiracy theories? It, well, exactly. But you see, I approach it from a different angle. Um, I still like it because it's, it's it's a good what they call an ARG, okay. which is an alternate reality game, an, yes. an underweb partner. Mm. Yeah. Basically, and I, I like it from the point of view of a, of a work of fiction. It's quite fascinating yes. from that point of view. Um, because I, I like all the little mysterious communications. Like, there's little quotes like, um, this site serves as the official external communication vehicle for the World Governing Council and the Wetton Upper Chamber. Uh-huh. If you've been directed here for instruction, note that most messages are intentionally obscure. Underlying messages alternate between Castro and Tangener notes. Does yes, this make sense. Apparently so. Okay, right. So it's uh-huh. it's they're they're alternating between Castro and Tangener nodes. Yes. <laughs> if you have difficulty understanding a particular message, you may reach out to Luxembourg Cathedral on node nine of the Forgotten Frequency. Mm. You know the Forgotten Frequency. Yeah. Oh, is that like CB radio? I, I don't know. You say that's what I find. People don't use it anymore. But if if we can go back to the site, because embedded on the blog are what purport to be audio clips from the other side. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, either from correspondents who have passed on or from the past. Yeah. So can we? Is there any we can bring up there? Any kind of spooky? Well, let's see. It's just it's your traditional blog. It's a very old school blog, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the direction of Glamis, Mr. Clover has been recalled to Brussels and will not be travelling to DC in the foreseeable future. As Cam Knight is now in effect, access to all frequencies is revoked and Luxembourg Cathedral is implementing cold silence over Washington until further notice. Have a care and honour your sacred duty. I don't know what that means, but it sounds sinister AF, is it, what it sounds like. What it sounds like is someone trying to make up what something that looks like code for spies yes but really it's just a, a, a young uh, a young boy in a, in a box bedroom in a small respect bedroom not dissimilar to this one yeah, yeah. just typing away with his and, and fair play to I'd him. say if that's the case fair play to him you know because yeah. again as a work of fiction it's quite mm-hmm. it's quite impressive um, but yeah there's audio clips from the other side um, and it Another one, when searching into the past, this is another quote, to find valid information, we're sometimes able to connect momentarily using VibeSat technology developed by our Bedlam team. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is possible when vibrational parity exists between planes. Right. Yeah. Uh, many thanks to our friends from Bedlam who have given so much that we might advance so far. Special thanks to Miss Vanessa Payne. He made the ultimate sacrifice and continues to assist us from her new assignment location on the lower astral. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, your work, your talents, and your dedication are all noted and much appreciated. So apparently this doll, Vanessa... I can't, I can't Vanessa Payne. Vanessa Payne. Miss Payne. P-A-Y-N-E. By the sound of it, has volunteered to sacrifice herself to go on to another plane. Right. Of... Uh-huh. Existence to kind of communicate back by sign of it. I have found uh, a message here dating from March 2019. Johan Pastor and Vanessa Payne have independently confirmed the arrival of Ambassador Kim Hoi Schul from the uh, lower astral. The ambassador appears to have been executed 
at Murham Airport several days ago and reaches out to our contacts on either side of the field, news organisations will not report immediately. Ooh, that's pretty spooky. So that, I think that's an ambassador from another dimension that's coming to... I'm assuming so. I think he was maybe like a North Korean bloke. Right. That was like yeah. executed by Kim Jong Il. Yeah. And yeah. he's on he's now on the you know like the, the lower astral, which is another plane of existence. Is the Murham Airport a real place? I think it is, yeah. Right. Now there's a YouTube channel called yeah. the Somerset Ban of Dark Web Collection. Okay. So if you have a quick look at that, I think there's some quite spooky Recordings on that. Uh-huh. Where is Murray Airport? Uh, it's in Pyongyang. Ah, yes, because yeah. I remember that. I think I think it was that guy that was executed by the the regime. Right, and he was actually an ambassador for here for this, this or whatever. This, oh, right, yeah, yeah. We're talking about it, <laughs> but you, you know, I, I, even though this is a little old toad, yes, uh-huh. it is. It's quite interesting. I quite like what they've done. Uh, what What is it on YouTube? It's then? the Somerset Ban of Dark Web Collection. So if I can bring that up, I mean, I, 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 this, this is sort of you know that this is a new form of storytelling. This is, uh, this is Somerset Bellin of I think this might be it. Yeah. Doesn't mm, dark web audio files? There yeah, you go. We're not, we're not going to play these just in case there's, there's any <laughs> copyright restrictions. But there you go. There's quite, quite the thing there. Seventy six subscribers to this channel. Even more than us. The, the Dark Web uh, Dance of Insanity Collection. Right. What's what is that involve? Um, some sort of weird dance thing. Uh, they, they, uh, it's good to see that they're putting adverts up. They're making a wee bit. They're oh, aye, but bit of bit of, bit of adverts. Oh god, that's pretty freaky. This is the the dance. I haven't even uh, watched this, by the way. This is going to me. This is the Dance of Insanity. It doesn't actually dance. It just just stands there looking sinister. Looks like a child's coloured that in. There you go. Yeah, that's Somerset right. Balanoff. And f- for an introduction into what Glam was calling us all about, there's a deep dive into this at www.whoissomersetbalanoff.com. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and recently they had a bit of trouble because um, in January 2020, um, com went offline for several days hmm. on the 13th of January 2020. Um, sorry, on the 13th of January 2020, they post up an update to explain right. what was going on. And it said, we are back online after experiencing a temporary disruption with an hours of our site becoming inaccessible. Um, we were not able to access our own website. One of the researchers for the site received a text message hmm. that read the following. It said, your site is down. Kindly remove the photo of Zara Tabrizi from your staff tab because they did an outline of all the, the alleged stuff. Right, yes. Of uh-huh. Glamis. Yes. You know. Okay. Um and remove the reference to Talia Sunil. And it was signed off by S. Ling. Um now it says we've done that and we apologize to our readers for this disruption. We don't believe we would have been able to come back online if we hadn't complied. It's worth noticing, no, noting that the researcher was who was contacted via text had only recently obtained the phone, and it was a burner phone. Mm. So somehow they'd they they knew they, they, yeah they were able to like yeah. locate them on their on their burner. Um, now there's various sort of sinister incidents that allegedly happened um, surrounding Glamis calling on the seventh of February 2018. The following message appeared on the website glamiscalling.org. It says, all towers and stations, Abel Wolf, 
has gone to ground. Summon Lord, Lord Chaos and release the Hounds of Havoc. Right. What uh, date was this? 17th, sorry, 7th of February 2018. Right. Uh-huh. So, I wonder if that's still is. up. Evil Wolf has gone to ground. Summon Lord Chaos and release the Hounds of Havoc. That pr- sounds pretty impressive, Lord Chaos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A win would have been the wrong side of uh, the Hounds of Havoc. Yes. <laughs> uh, then on the 5th of May 2018, the following message was posted. All towers and stations, Project Able Wolf was concluded. On the 4th of May, the Hounds of Havoc overtook their prey. Three t- traitorous delegates, their souls released, were placed on cold steel rails to wit the 115. Mm-hmm. Many thanks to Lord Chaos for the butchery was exquisite. And a fine example was provided to all. And this is something that they always say. They always sign off. Debate is required. Respectful dissent is allowed. And treachery is a death sentence. <laughs> One thing going through this blog site, this Glamis Castle, there's quite a lot of like instructions to NASA and other space agencies. Uh, this one on the 9th of April 2019, you have the green light to launch Napalm Sat 1 after April 15th. Because they're really in the world, you say. Yeah. What's the most recent ad on that? Well, it's 2021. There, there's another one there. You have green light. Uh, this was to to Satish Dawan Space Center, I think Indian Space Center. Green light for January twentieth launch of IRNSS one E. So the latest uh, was April twenty twenty one. Arundel, you have vibe sat on my proceed. Hmm, that's mm. kind of weird. Um, yes, the the website says that this whole thing project Ableworth. It alleges this refers to free bankers who plotted to sabotage Miss Bellinoff's private jet in early February 2018. The story is that the bankers' bodies have been discovered on the 4th of May 2018 on a railway line near Los Angeles. They have supposedly been struck by the 115 commuter train. Um, and in the summer of 2018, YouTube removed the channel of conspiracy first Alex Jones. He was taken, you remember, he was taken yeah. off YouTube. Uh, shortly before this, on the 27th of July 2018, the following message was posted in Glamis Calling. Uh-uh. And it says as follows yeah. The upper chamber has decided Mr. Jones has rotted long enough and it's time to remove his platforms. Apple, Google, and others who host his material execute Calm Night. <laughs> I'm getting a bit what worried. Was this? this was, let's see, it's, it's all about the dates, you say. Um, 27th of July 2018 which was shortly before he was taken off but then you could alter blog dates couldn't you well you could yes that's yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. that but if this is true I mean there, there are cases of people who apparently have interacted with us hmm. and they've received sort of sinister messages so I don't know it's quite hmm. been an interesting experiment to try and make contact with them you know what does that say Lily Janet Douglas then there's this one about, uh, is the opinion of Glamis and the upper chamber that Mr. Sarif, um, who's the Prime Minister of uh, Pakistan, uh, is not qualified to serve. Please ensure your ruling reflects our own judgment on the matter. But he's mm. is still in, isn't it? Sarif. We'll have to check. Yeah. Yeah. According to the late Peter Graham, who was Led Zeppelin's manager, mm. the song Stairway to Heaven is about Somerset Bonoff. Right. Uh, he allegedly told Melody Maker that the lyrics about the May Queen ref- refer directly to Miss Bonoff and she's the lady who's buying the Stairway to Heaven. Right. In the 1960s, she was known in the London scene 
as the May Queen, most likely because first of May is her birthday, and she's a sort of magical, carefree, regal person. Mm. Um, you see, on a sceptical note, um, if you were running a sinister sacred organisation, would you be using a WordPress blog? Yeah, yeah, well, maybe. K- k- you know, it seems about, you know, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. seems about, it's, it's, what's the crazy he still? Oh, wait, Imran Khan became Prime Minister of Pakistan August 2018, uh-huh. and this was put up July 2017, so maybe they were, they were, you know, preempting it. Yeah. I thought, put this guy on. Maybe from this little silly blog, they're running the world, really, aren't they? I would love to get in contact with these people and see if they react to it. <laughs> Cease and desist, Mr. Uh, Johnson. Mr. More... Johnson has ra- rounded enough. <laughs> I wish they had more up-to-date kind of, you know, stuff. There's no, there's not much mention of... They managed to attract with COVID. Yeah. COVID, yeah, I mean, and the, the current unpleasantness in the Eastern Front, mm-hmm. you know, that um, could have been a rich source of... Um, uh, it could all be an elaborate prank or marketing for an alternate reality game or some work of fiction. Yeah. Um, could try to work of fiction best around us, wouldn't it? It could, yeah. Yeah, it could be quite mm-hmm. interesting. Sort of. Right, right, a book based on. Latter day sort of James Bond type thing. Um, but there's members of. Somewhere in that site, I can't remember which, but there is. Um, there's pictures of what here allegedly the staff. Of of Glamis and the whole Somerset Balnoff setup, yeah, and they like to me like you know those sort of artificial reality generated images again. Oh yeah! Uh, if you ever uh, check out that website, thispersondoesnotexist.com, dot <laughs> com, which is really freaky because some of the people, yeah, and if you ever look that up, some of them are quite convinced not to. Thispersondoesnotexist.com, yeah, yes. it's coming up. You see, that looks like a blog. But yeah, apparently he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. But he looks like again. They're just, are they just amalgamations of people? But yeah, yeah. It's it's completely artificially generated. I mean, that just looks like a guy, like, doesn't it? <laughs> he, like- he looks more real than I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is kind of where I'm like. But I would say it's like, I don't know. I don't know how they did. It's freaking me out. It is freaking me out. Uh, yeah. So is there anything more about Lady Belanoff? I've... I've I, just, I think that's maybe most is of it. Is there a quote from Vladimir Putin there? There, there is, yes. Um, He says... I, I fear only three things in this world. Lady Belanoff, illness and death, in that order. In that order, yeah. Says Vladimir Putin. Mm. Um, and I think that's about about it. But I mean, that's just... You know, it's uh, definitely... I, I would maybe, you know, if you last thing and you have time, you can maybe get on the, the kind of freak, various freaky recordings and sounds that are on that side, you know. We'll have to have a look, and especially the YouTube stuff too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Thank you. We'll be back with our weird shorts in just a moment. Well, it's nice to be back again here with Weirdly Enough on our weird shorts. This is a podcast that comes out every Friday after the main co- podcast on a Monday. Of course, you can listen to it as well uh, as uh, as part of the Monday's podcast. It comes out every week when we can uh, when we can get together and record it. It doesn't happen every uh, every week because uh, well, as you see, we're away for a little bit of time there, but we're back. I like to think it brightens up people's Mondays. Oh yes, you know, on their <laughs> on their boring commutes <laughs> or if they're in their little cubicles in the office and they're listening to the kind of muffled kind of screams of despair. Yes, from their fellow worker drones. Yeah, it's good to be. 
good to be able to provide them a little bit of sucker. A little bit of excitement, you know. Um, <laughs> work a day lives. Is, is there a way we can <clears throat> format this so that if if the if if the, if it does happen, if if the if the bomb does drop, mm. there's some way we could keep people entertaining there. I think in their inner refuge. Uh, any this should just play out on a loop on every FM station. You know, you don't need. Yeah, yeah. You don't need. Um, what's the word? Information broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About what to do uh, now that the bombs have dropped. You just need us. You just need this going around and around and around. You see, I, I find that quite comforting <laughs> because in the event that I was reduced to dust mm-hmm. floating in the upper atmosphere, my spirit would go on free the medium of yeah of the podcast. Podcasts. You know, just endlessly in a loop. Podcasts never die, of course. Yeah. So if po- you wait- Podcasts for <clears throat> life. Yeah. <laughs> a few weeks back, we were talking about Doug. Uh, it was yeah. a giant p- potato, and he was set to um, break the Guinness World Records for the biggest potato ever. Cosmic, yeah. He uh, was grown by Donna and Craig, uh, sorry, Donna and Colin Craig Brown in New Zealand. Uh, however, his hopes of achieving fame were mashed, oh, sorry, dashed, when scientists carried out DNA profiling on Doug and found that it was actually the tuber of a gourd and not a potato at all. A gourd. What a is gourd. a gourd? I've heard of I gourds before. I was going to go and look it up and then I thought, oh, I can't be bothered. This is, this is weirdly enough. This is the short thing. So it's a gourd anyway. It's not a potato. Dr. Samantha Baldwin from New Zealand's Plant and Food uh, Research uh, Organization confirmed Doug wasn't a potato. He just wasn't behaving as a potato should. Uh, how should it behave? Be- 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 I think they mean the DNA profile. Oh, right, right, okay. So how should it behave? That's the big question. Yeah, just sit there. I, you see, I think, I think the, the humble spot doesn't get enough respect. Yeah, I know. You know, it's the most versatile of, of vegetables. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a vegetable. It's it a starch, is a, it is you know. Vegetable. It is. Of course it is. Uh, and have you ever heard of a drone search and rescue team? No, but it's a like, thing nowadays. Apparently, there's a lot of them around. So they search for people and objects, I suppose, by by drone. They don't have to put a yeah. helicopter up; they just put some. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, Egypt with a wee drone. Uh, it's lucky for a dog called Millie, who had been out for a walk in a beach near Portsmouth when she ventured on the mud flats. Things were looking quite desperate for Millie as the tide started to rise, threatening to sweep her out to sea and prompting a rescue effort to swing into action. Uh, this rescue actually went on for quite a bit of time. It lasted four days uh, with police, firefighters and Coast Guard all trying to rescue the dog. And they ended up scratching their heads as they couldn't uh, think of a way to get her. They even tried kayaking, but that didn't work. That's when the chairman of the Denmade Drone Search and Rescue Team, a Mr. Chris Taylor, jumped into action. Mm. Mr. Taylor told the Guardian... One of the local residents on the beach where they were flying from supplied us with sausages. He thinks they were from Aldi. It's important to find out where they were from, of course. Yeah. The, woman, uh, uh, the woman cooked them up for us and we attached them to a string onto the drone. So they dried <laughs> sausages. Uh, and this uh, is when it starts yeah. to get a bit technical because they had to work out the maximum t- takeoff weight of the drone. But they found that they, the sausages weren't too heavy and they could fly with the, them. Uh, the rescue was successful, and the dog followed the sausages and was guided to a safe area of the beach. So there's little drone trailing sausages. Yes, that must have been a sight to behold. It must have. Uh, 
Uh, and have you ever had to go to a party with a fake Prince Charming? No. You see, if you did uh, this, it bears the question, uh, how do you travel with such an item? So if it's see, like a cardboard fake Prince Charming, I mean, how do you travel with I them? haven't been to a party since 1975. Yeah. So, I haven't had a good evening for 15 years. More like 35 years. <laughs> it, would, it would be very easy for the prince uh, to become da- uh, damaged in transit. So careful packaging is required. And what better, better way than to wrap your fake prince in a carpet? So you get your fake cardboard prince, you wrap them up in a carpet, okay? I know right. yeah, I know you're looking a bit confused here. Well, well, so how, how, how's this, how are you going to get in a taxi with well, a big rolled up carpet on a, a fake prince? I think they were driving themselves. Oh, right. It was, this was a motorist driving along the M11 motorway in England, uh, and it prompted a call to Cambridgeshire Police, uh, who, deploy, who were deployed to track down the vehicle and find out what was wrapped up in the carpet. They thought it was a body. Members of the public phoned the police because they thought the dummy was a dead body. Uh, the uh, police did, underst- uh, did understand fire alarm bells started to ring as a pair of feet were poking out at the end of the rolled up carpet. However, they were glad to report that this was a false alarm, but they did give the driver a bit of a talking to. But hmm. you know, what did they say? Don't be carrying dead yeah, yeah. Body- bodies or things that look like dead bodies wrapped yeah, yeah. in carpets. Is that what they're saying? Oh, it's bizarre. Bizarre. So yeah. if if you're bringing a prince charming yeah. to uh you know to a party or any other um fake person, just you know. Anyway, it's, we'll move it on. It seems like more trouble than what it's worth, to be honest. And staying on the subject of police for now, have you heard of this game Pokemon Go? Yes. It's augmented reality. It's it's like an AI thing. That's artificial intelligence, isn't it? Well, this is AR, it was, augmented reality. It was a big thing a few years ago, but it seems to have been revived again. Well, this is a thing where you have it on your phone. My my nephew, who was about eight, nine, when it came out, he, he started doing it. And, and you go around with your phone and you collect these things that aren't really there, but they are on the phone and yeah, I don't know, on the app. But my brother-in-law got really into it. I think he enjoyed playing it more than my actual nephew. He was like walking around trying to pick up Pikachu's and whatever they were. Uh, well, two officers for the Los Angeles Police Department were fired uh, because they ignored a robbery in progress uh, because they were away playing Pokemon Go. And this is according uh, to a recent, uh, to recently released court papers. It happened on a busy Saturday in April 2017. Remember the pre-pandemic days? Ah, oh, those more innocent times. Yeah, when a call came through on the police radio that a robbery was in progress of a Macy's department store with multiple suspects, Luis Lozano and Eric Mitchell uh, tried to say uh, that they couldn't hear the incident over the police radio, but later their commanding officer reviewed uh, the DIVCS. This is a digital in-car video system. They captured just exactly what happened during the call. Uh, after reviewing footage, it was a clear, clear both officers heard the call but ignored it uh, because they were so wrapped up in playing Pokemon hmm. Go. Video footage then showed the two officers driving around Los Angeles where they collected two rare Pokemon. Uh, one of the officers was so cock a hoop with his discovery that he remarked, the guys are going to be so jealous. <laughs> so, I think that's probably more New York. Yeah, yeah. He transferred in. Um, he later said before remarking, I got you a new Pokemon today, dude. 
that's me a new Pokemon. Oh, God. And on that bombshell, yeah. thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And what are we talking about next week? Uh, celebrity UFO hunters. Celebrity UFO hunters. That's gonna, there must be plenty of podcasts about that. And we will add to that big podcast yeah. bin in the sky uh, as well. Thank you for listening. Remember, check out weirdlyenough.com for all our archive material. Thanks for listening to Weirdly Enough. Remember to subscribe to get the latest edition as soon as it drops. And don't forget to leave a review. Email us about anything we've discussed or with your own weird tale at podcast at weirdlyenough.com.